0: What's up, industrial marketer? From Gorilla 76, the industrial marketing agency, this is the Manufacturing Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to all the small marketing teams working at companies that make stuff. I'm Brendan, and with me is Mary Keogh. Today, we are continuing our conversation on TikTok with Kevin McClary, Gorilla Senior
1: Performance Marketer. Kevin, it's good to have you on again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Always love talking about the talk. So if you go back and listen
0: to the last episode we did, we had Kevin on Industrial Marketing Live with us talking about TikTok. And uh, Kevin had a really great uh, tutorial on how to do the green screen, how to create some content in there. So go to our YouTube page and check out uh, that tutorial on how to do a green screen TikTok video. Kevin's a genius at this stuff. But I think we want to talk a little bit more today about... Um, you know, whether you should be on TikTok or not. Uh, Mary, I think Mary has some ideas there. And then maybe some content ideas uh, for you to get started on TikTok as well. So maybe we should start with that conversation, Mary. Should you be on TikTok right now? You're an industrial marketing team. You probably got one or two or three marketers uh, that are working for you. Maybe, you know, a product marketer or maybe like a really uh, motivated salesperson that wants to help make content. Should you be on TikTok? Is that the right channel for you? What do you think?
2: Um, so I'm going to be like the naysayer, the skeptic. Um, i going to say no, probably not. Like, I don't think 90 plus percent of industrial companies should be on TikTok yet. Doesn't mean they don't ever, but we were just talking before we hit record. And I like demanded that we hit record because we were having such a good conversation. Like, I think most companies don't have a content strategy to begin with. And my take was that, If you don't have a content strategy, then TikTok shouldn't be used as a distribution channel. But I know Brendan had some um, hot takes. I would say like,
0: I think our audience is a bunch of really smart marketers. And so they probably do have a content strategy. So if you're listening to this, you might want to consider TikTok. And I think, you know, it depends here on who your audience is, right? I think we made the case People are on TikTok, right? There's a lot of people in industrial on TikTok. Like you could search for welding, you could search for manufacturing. There's like billions of views for from, for some specific things in manufacturing. Your audience is also on Facebook. There's a like we see it in, on when we run ads. There's so many people on Facebook and there's so many people in LinkedIn. So your audience could be on any of those platforms or all of those platforms. So I think you just have to make the determination. You know, if you're targeting maybe like a senior vp of engineering you know linkedin probably is the best case for you to be doing organic content if you're trying to talk to a welder or an operator or a technician or maybe a young engineer maybe TikTok's tock's right place um if you're trying to talk to everyone at uh, extremely low cost uh maybe facebook the place now uh, i i don't think any of us would recommend facebook as an organic channel anymore uh, or instagram um but I think there's some consideration here where you need to talk to your customers and figure out where they're spending time online and then make content in those places or distribute content in those places. And then Kevin, I think you had a different opinion.
1: Yeah. I I think it's not necessarily should they, or should they not? Because in an ideal world, the answer is yes, you should. Right. Like I understand everybody has different levels of resources, level of buy-in. Like I am, totally empathetic to that that's almost a different conversation though right it's should should you if you have the capacity to do it yes you should and i think it's not a oh well tiktok is the hot thing of the moment this is where you can get attention this is where you can get leads or x like platform is where you're going to get the most attention it's like everybody is giving their attention to all of these places there are people on facebook there are people on tiktok there are people on linkedin it's just underpriced attention it's free distribution <laughs> so in my head i'm like heck yeah do it all and i think what is special about tiktok though is that it's it's a it's a almost like a pillar a place for your content pillar but it's so easy to make content that looks good in 2023 in tiktok And then so easy to then save it and then distribute it everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And it's this is what I do personally. It's what I'm moving towards more with Gorilla doing as well, where we make a TikTok video. It is very, very easy to then save that and then build a LinkedIn post around it. Not a whole lot of extra work. That's where my head's at with it.
0: And, And like, then you're distributing on YouTube, right? With shorts. YouTube, you sure? Instagram and Facebook with stories and reels, right? Yep. Like it, it, that stuff lives everywhere. And we're not talking about a video uh, strategy of, you know, three to 10 years ago, right? Where you need to have a videographer, you know, someone that's trained, someone that can get into Adobe Premiere and knows how to do color grading and knows how to do music and knows how to like build a story. Like that person is still very valuable and you should be making those types of videos as well. Um, but that requires a certain level of budget or skill set that a lot of industrial companies might not have. TikTok allows a small industrial marketing team with low budget to make good video and reach a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think it's super powerful, and it's pretty easy. To, like, it doesn't take that long to make a make a decent
1: video. Exactly, and with all of these other platforms like Facebook, you know, you're right. There's not a ton of organic reach on Facebook, but there is on Facebook Reels hmm. hmm. I've had stuff go viral on more viral on Facebook reels than it ever did on TikTok. Same with YouTube shorts, Instagram reels. It's this is the first time where you can go viral on like any of the platforms. And it's not all about going viral. But what I mean is the distribution, the actual reach. You never know, you never know something could flop on TikTok, but then you post it on Facebook and you actually reach the person you want to reach.
2: Yeah, that's happened to me when I've reposted my TikTok content on LinkedIn. It's super interesting. Um, The more engaging videos from TikTok will not get as much traction on LinkedIn. Yeah, TikTok tends toward the tactical. So they really like the super nitty gritty tactical posts. LinkedIn tends to like the more philosophical posts or... Tactical, but in a different way, like there's just so many tactical marketers already on LinkedIn that they don't really need to hear that your whole digital strategy could be positioning, content creation, distribution, measure and analyze because everyone on LinkedIn is saying that, but But no one on TikTok is saying that.
0: Right. But the Mary, I think to your point, like with our audience, that's trying to build out a strategy for a manufacturing company who's on LinkedIn right now talking about tactics for manufacturing companies right Uh, around welding or, you know, metal fabrication or additive manufacturing. Uh, There's probably some, but it's probably not that much. And so it seemed like there is a very uh, wide open opportunity right now. If you start creating your content on TikTok to then distribute elsewhere. And then you're talking about like a small marketing team, you know, think of Mary yourself at your previous company, me at my previous company, one person marketing team trying to create content and, Maybe we could have just created stuff on TikTok and then distributed it everywhere else and been like and like totally like du- like multiplied our efforts.
2: Yeah. No, that's true. I get that. I think it wouldn't have worked as well at my company because like no one cares about Mary the marketer talking about like spray systems, you know. Um, they're they're gonna care about like Jeff the product engineer or um James, the lab technician talking about how he analyzes spray technology, but they're not going to care about me doing it. Mm. And so I think the difficult part for me would have been getting internal buy-in to help me create the videos because TikTok, especially even from like people around my age or maybe just a a little bit older um, at these industrial companies, they're just like so skeptical of not only TikTok, but even like Instagram, Instagram was really hard to get going. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think you're facing an uphill battle as the as the marketer champion, championing championing TikTok. championing. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get that, Mary. I think I, I I totally understand like being in that situation, and I don't I don't think anybody should force it, right? Like that you don't want to fight this battle <laughs> when it it could mean something different. Um, so yeah, like I, I, I agree with that. I just think, um, if you, if you want to do it, but you can't, then that's just almost a different conversation entirely.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I do want to touch on an interesting point from Brendan's. So I really like this, um, coot sweet state of digital report. I think they release it every quarter. Um, So they're probably getting ready to release the first one from 2023 now. Um, But they have this really cool chart called Social Media Platform Audience Overlap. So what they do is say, here's TikTok. Hmm. How many, what percentage of TikTok users are also on fill-in-the-blank social media channel? So um, I have here some data that says... 83% 83% of TikTok users are also on Facebook, 77 are also on YouTube, 81% are also on Instagram. And then if we're looking LinkedIn, 30% of TikTok users are on LinkedIn. Look at that. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm.
0: What do we do with that data?
2: Well, so you were saying, Hey, we got to figure out what channel our audience is on, right? The reality is they're probably on a lot of them. Right. So I think it's more, not so much like what channel I do think, you know, you need to invest in a channel, but how do you structure messaging differently depending on the channel?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we could talk about like what an ideal like content waterfall kind of thing would look like here.
2: Oh yeah. Right. Like
0: Especially that. like you're in a, you're single industrial marketer at a company. How do you create the content? Are you creating the content first in the platform or do you create it somewhere? Like, are you creating an article on the website first and then figure out a way to distribute that article on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on YouTube, and then TikTok? Like, well, how, how would you guys see that problem?
1: So I think you can, to just get started, if you're already making content, you work backwards from there. Like what, if you're writing blogs, you work backwards from there. If you have website content, same thing. If you have zero, um maybe we can get more into that, but I think most people have at least something. Yeah. Um and so I think you could take like a blog post and I keep I always talk about the green screen thing because it's just it's so easy and it works so well on all of these platforms at least now. That might change, but right now it works. And I think you could take a blog post and then like condense it down into a script type of thing where it's 60 seconds-ish that you can then do the whole green screen video where you're taking the main idea of the blog article, you have a good hook in there, and then you you go through your script, and then you can use that as the video, and you can then take that and keep water falling and post it on LinkedIn. And then the copy that you use on LinkedIn is more contextual to how people read on LinkedIn, right? But then your video is still sitting there. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing on Instagram, Facebook. All of these platforms have different contexts. People are in different frame of mind when they go on. They're expecting to see something different. So you kind of have to meet them where they are. yeah, that's how I would approach it. Take what you have now and work backwards from there.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you know, if you're writing a good blog article, you probably could get you know two to three to four TikTok scripts out of one single blog article, right? So now you're talking about giving something a, a one blog article a lot of legs uh, that you're putting in that you're distributing a lot of different channels. And like Kevin, like you said, like you create that TikTok script. Well, now like that's basically the basis for your LinkedIn post.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm. Every time I've ever posted a vertical video like that on LinkedIn, I basically copy and pasted what my script was, maybe changed a few things. Yeah, Um, even IML is an example. So I just posted a gorilla like green screen TikTok yesterday and I took some things out of IML last week and just condensed it down to a 60 second script and (laughs) made a TikTok about it. So that's awesome. Yeah, so I think
0: I think Kevin, you're right though. It starts with you have to be producing content some way, right? You have to be making blog articles. Um, you know, ideally, like you have like an ongoing content engine. You know, like we have with Industrial Marketing Live at Gorilla. Uh, like we're just we we create content like an hours worth of content twice a month, right? And that gives us all the content we need for that month. Uh, and even longer sometimes, right? I go back and pull videograms out from months ago and repost them. So like that stuff like can last a long time. And so you get a subject like, so if you're an industrial marketer, get a subject matter expert on video and have a conversation with them either and make it a you know Zoom meeting where you invite people to, or maybe it's just YouTube, but you just record it. Now you have video, you have a transcript, you can write a blog article off that. And then... Now you can start creating TikTok scripts or whatever off of that. And so not like you
1: just have like, that's just a lot of content that you can be putting out and yeah. it's not doing that. That's exactly what I thought, Mary, when you said like Joe and engineering or whatever, like he's, they may not want to be on video. They, they're scared of like a, a platform, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. That doesn't mean you can't take their information though and use it. Like literally ask them, is it okay if I hit record while we talk about this? And then take that information. And as the marketer, it's your job then to turn it into content.
2: Yeah, I love that. And I love that we're talking about putting it out, not only on multiple channels, but on channels where we can measure audience engagement, right? So um, something like a podcast is awesome, but I would caution using it as a content pillar because you don't get immediate audience feedback in the platform. So when you chop up videos, put them on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or LinkedIn, you get audience feedback. So you see who's liking it, what kind of questions are they asking. That's why I love IML. We get quite endless questions in the chat. Like we could probably have like 500 questions by now um, just from all the content that we've created. And I think that that piece is so important and why. TikTok is such a great measure of audience engagement from an organic perspective is you just get so much feedback.
0: Yeah. That's a good point on podcasts, Mary. Like with this podcast, all I can see is how many downloads we get. I don't even see like how long people listen to or like, you don't get any of that. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, this is a nice place for us to create content, but I like, it's not a great place to distribute content because I like I can't, <laughs> I don't get, I don't get any of that feedback and I can't make the content better because like, I'm not like getting inundated with emails on, you know, this is what we really liked out of this, you know, Mary said this really cool thing. So, but you get that on LinkedIn and TikTok and Facebook and YouTube. So yeah, I love that. Even like, even if you're writing blog articles, like how many people have like the comment section on their blog articles anymore? It's like, you don't even get that feedback. So you yeah. like, you put this thing out there, but you have to distribute it to a place where people can talk about it, I think. Yep. Yeah.
2: And I think that's definitely what I was missing when I was an in-house marketer is I would have loved to get the audience feedback and distribute it on a channel, but really the only option we had at the time was LinkedIn and just the company page. So not a lot of people were posting from their personal profiles. And I mean, we know the LinkedIn algorithm tends to favor personal pages anyways. So like all our company posts would be liked by like our internal employees. So it was like not the best measure of how, how well the content was performing. Or maybe it was and it was just really bad.
0: (laughs) Do we think company accounts on TikTok are a good strategy or should we do an
1: individual in the company?
2: I always go individual.
1: I expect on LinkedIn for sure,
0: right? Because it seems like LinkedIn kind of suppresses the reach of company pages. But is that true on TikTok?
1: I don't know. No, because on TikTok, it doesn't the difference there's not a a
0: differentiator between company and personal pages,
1: right? They're just like, there there is, but it's not, it's very minimal. It's so different than like on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Um, usually there might be other reasons why, but what I understand is you would set one up as like a professional or business account if you were going to run ads, but it immediately limits, um, some things you can do on there. Um, but setting it up just like as a normal personal account um, with your business, there's no like downside and it's not gonna limit your reach. It's not gonna limit features. You're gonna get the same types of like analytics and you can still show like a human face if you want. Um, But I mean, it's like, why not both, you know? Yeah.
2: Okay, um, throw so on Mary,
0: fringe. I think like a uh, earlier point you made is, you know, you felt like, you know, as Mary in house marketer, like who wants to listen to her talk about something about manufacturing. But I also see the other point like how are you going to get a product manager on there? How are you going to get an engineer on there? Like they're too busy and they do not want to make TikToks. But so like and Kevin, I think you would probably agree that videos with people in them tend to do better than like uh, you know, pictures of something or like no person, right?
1: yes there are trends that pop up every now and then that where photos do well but overall it's overwhelmingly studies even show people stop scrolling when they see a human face yeah so what if you like marry in-house
0: marketer turned into marry the weird character that delivered the message from the engineer right so what if you just like made a character character, character oh my gosh now i can't talk. Uh, <laughs> A, char- uh, a character. character, caricature. Uh, uh, what if you made a character and like delivered the information that way and kind of made it a little funny, like it'd be a little more casual?
2: Yeah, I actually love that. And what just popped into my head is I've been seeing a lot of these videos because I was like browsing through industrial videos on TikTok. So I've been seeing these ones where like a product person or an admin or a marketer or somebody will ask the product engineer a question like really fast, like while they're working at their desk, oh. like, hey, when would you recommend... Um, you know, welding a blah 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 weld versus another one, and he just like doesn't even know he's being asked it, but like it's being recorded. Those are actually kind of cool. So, okay, I'm bought in.
1: All right, All so right trick me. the engineers to get on camera. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people have a lot of success with that. It's because it's endearing. It's very human. Yes. It's like it's like watching The Office in real life.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that's actually leads me to another good point. So let's say we have like somebody who's like a little more advanced in their um social media prowess and they're ready to invest in TikTok because they have other channels that are humming for them, right? What how do you feel about TikTok live?
0: Most so of them are so weird. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know about that. And like even like LinkedIn Live, like It doesn't seem like those are super like they don't bring that many people in. I don't know, but it could be like if you're doing like I I know like Refine Labs does like their AMAs on there sometimes. So if you set it up and you promote it as an event, then I think it could work. But yeah, TikTok Live just in itself, there's so many weird stuff, so much weird stuff on there.
1: It's difficult. It's like producing Saturday Night Live is more challenging than producing like a run of the mill sitcom, and that's true with social media yeah i've seen people for just pure distribution i have seen people literally take their phone and hold it up to like a webinar to to go be on tiktok live but they're not actively responding to comments and things like that it's more of just a a distribution thing um I mean, if so, there's probably something that you can do, right? There's probably something somebody's going to figure out how to do B two B really well on TikTok Live, but they're smarter than me at this moment.
2: Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking.
1: I mean, if you can you record
2: those? Um, I'm not sure to, actually. You have well, to yeah,
0: screen record. Oh yeah. Okay. So maybe you just like that's where you do your podcast. I don't know, like your long-form content piece. If you can record it and
1: yeah, but it's not not like StreamYard or Zoom where you just record it off the top. There's probably
0: it's probably worth some experimentation, but yeah, I don't know if LinkedIn Live or if TikTok Live is the thing.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that.
1: Yeah, cool. Y'all got any other stuff we want to talk about on
0: TikTok, or should we wrap up?
2: Yeah, I think we had one question that didn't get answered that's um, now ringing in my ears. Uh, When you are creating content for TikTok as a B2B industrial company, should you optimize for impressions slash video views or engagement?
1: Should you optimize for that?
2: Yeah, so one of our um, participants was saying it seems to go either one way or the other. I make a video that gets tons of views, but almost no engagement, or I'll make a video that gets tons of engagement, like questions and stuff in the comments, but it'll get like no views. So which which video should you create more of?
0: Why not mix them both then? If like you have like this format creates a lot of questions and then this format gets a lot of views, uh, do the one that get a lot of questions and then create a bunch of get a lot of view videos off of those questions and answer the questions.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, the that's a good strategy. I think that question is confusing to me because I feel like there's you can't predict mm. what's going to happen. Yeah. Um people have theories, right, about how the TikTok algorithm works. Is it based more based on watch time, saves, like engagement rate? All of the all of those things contribute to it, but yeah, I mean I've seen it where I my engagement rate is really high, like 20%, but the it doesn't push out to more people. It doesn't get more views than I think yeah. it would. Yeah. Um,
0: so, Which is weird, right? Because you think like that, like I've had the same thing happen on my TikToks too, Kevin. And th- But like that video got like 100 views, but it got like 30 likes like right away. So it's like, why didn't they keep putting that out there? That doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, so for for that question it's a it's an interesting question but i don't i just don't think we can answer it because there's not really a clear answer mm-hmm. it's more of just keep posting
2: yeah i like that
1: questions of any kind even if you don't have a ton of views questions are extremely valuable and being able to comment back and that's a big thing too respond to all of your comments if they're re- like normal comments, respond to it. We even had somebody like ask on a gorilla video. They were like, what does b to b mean? Oh, nice. Yeah. Well so business to business. So like provide value at every point, not only in the content that you're making, but in the comments as well. Because um, that's... And then if you answer like you just
0: like, if you answer all those, or if you comment on all the comments you get, you just double the comments that video got. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that helps, but
1: (laughs) well, I've I've even seen when I was when I was just getting started on it and kind of grinding um to build an audience, people were much, much more likely to follow you if you responded to their comment. Mm -hmm. Because then they start to feel like they know you. And like if you have, you know, a company TikTok account and people are coming and asking questions, and you're actually taking the time to respond. You're creating, you're starting to build community. You're creating a connection point. I mean, that's how we have built the IML community.
0: So I think that's just a good tip for all social media. Like it is like social is the first word, right? So that means like talking to people. <laughs> as scary yeah, as I, it is.
2: I love, love, love that you brought up community too, Kevin, because I think community as a term gets so maligned in B2B. Like they think of it as this website you have to go to or a thread or a Slack channel, like this place everyone has to be in and we have to like make sure all of the we know who's in the community and who's engaged we have
0: their email addresses
2: yes we have all their (laughs) email addresses exactly um but couldn't community just be a cool place to hang out like a tiktok channel
1: yeah i think so yeah think about how stoked you would be if that were you right I mean, we as as B2B industrial marketers, we're always excited when we find other people doing the same thing. Yes. And if you connected with that type of community on TikTok, where you found B2B industrial marketers talking about what you do every day, and you ask them a question, and they reply it, and then you become friends, you connect, Like that's just so exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so true.
0: Well, Mary, speaking of communities, let's talk about a community where we've locked everybody in.
2: Yeah, we, we've we got you. We've got your email addresses. <laughs> we got the whole shebang <laughs> over in our Industrial Marketing Live Slack channel. Brendan, how what are we up to? Like 140, 150?
0: I think over 150 right now.
2: Nice. 150 industrial marketers in our Slack channel. DM me Brendan or Kevin to get added to that. We would love to have you. There's probably um, a post what? at least
0: once a day in there. You know, people asking questions or posting funny stuff or you know, new job alerts, uh, random like random stuff. So it's a uh, it's a good place. It's fun. Uh, we have a good time. So make sure you get in there and uh, and start poking your head around and, and make some friends in industrial marketing.
2: Yeah, um, I think some recent ones I remember. Uh, for as far as advice goes, we've had everything from hey, I'm having trouble with my Google Tag Manager. Can someone walk me through this? Um, another one was like, I'm a solo industrial marketer. Talk to me about why I should or shouldn't do email. And then even as simple as, hey, we need a new store, a file storage system. Like, what do you guys recommend? So just a place for us to like get real marketing advice from people who are in the trenches. But um, Brennan, tell us how Industrial Marketing Live Slack channel even got started.
0: Yeah, so we have... a uh web show on the internet called industrial marketing live. It's funny enough and that happens twice a month on Thursdays uh the first and third of the month uh, at 10 a.m central time and the gorilla team hosts this thing and we uh, we select a topic and we just wrap on it for about an hour. We have a bunch of industrial marketers in there. a uh, recent episode we had with Jake Hall had like 70 industrial marketers on there with us and we were talking about how to make your trade show strategy work for you better um, And we've been doing that for about a year and we uh you know the community kind of just grew out of that. And this uh, web show, is it's a good time. You probably hear some of the uh, episodes here in the podcast feed. So why don't you uh, go over to gorilla.com or no, industrialmarketinglive.com and register so you can hang out with us live. Um, next one is going to be, is it next Thursday? Yeah.
2: It is, yeah, day. March March 16th.
0: Yeah. So hopefully this comes up before that so you can join at 10 a.m. central <laughs> All right, everyone. So good to have you, Kevin. Thanks for talking TikTok with us, man. Uh, Follow TikTok or follow Kevin on TikTok at Kevin Earl and also on LinkedIn. He's putting out good stuff there. Uh, We'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks, everyone.